Welcome to the Inside Muskegon Podcast with your host, Jason Pisecki. And now, here's Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 109. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon Podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an interview with Dan Rensema Siebinga, a commentary on the interview, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. Our interview this week is with Dan Rensema Siebinga with Muskegon Main Street. I'm here with Dan Rensema Siebinga with Muskegon Main Street. Thank you for taking the time out again with Inside Muskegon. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. I can't believe it's been over two years. I know. Episode number three and back in the hundreds now. It's it's hard to believe. It's amazing and great work to you. I mean, that's a lot of uh, sticking with it. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, quite a bit has happened since our last interview. Fill folks in on what's new downtown. Well, I think one of the biggest things is that people are really feeling the progress that's underway. Two years ago, there was a lot of talk and there was plans, you know, and we were working on getting them done. But right now, people are seeing buildings go up, um, seeing other um, properties get purchased, particularly on the mall side, I think, is what people focus on. And so a lot has happened and will still be happening in the next year or so. Yeah, talk about some of the success stories. The mall, they're definitely turning some dirt there and buildings are popping up. What's happening now on the mall property? Well, the things that you notice the quickest or most noticeably are the Chamber of Commerce or the Heinz building is going up, a large three-story building at the corner of 3rd and Western. And right across the street, the Sidock building is um, is also going up. The steel should arrive there in the next few weeks, and soon it'll be competing with the Chamber building to get done around June, July this year. And, and recently, Hague's opened up last year. Beautiful that's correct. Century Club remodel. Yeah, that's a- just amazing. Just yesterday, I was talking to someone, and they were just flabbergasted. You know, in the middle of the three buildings, if you go in that door, you're just taken to another world. So I think you have to give Hague's major kudos for being brave enough to be out there by themselves for the time being. But also, think of the foresight that they have to, um, you know, pretty soon they're going to be in the middle of it. So. And also a little bit off the city center property, you have the Hot Rod Harley-Davidson. Yep. And Edison Landing, which is making some progress still. Watermark is uh, just unveiled their new plans for a banquet center. So there's things going on besides um, just on the city center site. Yep. Yep. It really is the time since we spoke last. You can see real progress before back in podcast number three. We talked a lot about things on the horizon, but you really had to take a lot of that on faith, you being in the position you're in, you knew they were coming. And to see the turnaround for people to be able to turn around in front of the Frolenthal and head down Western Avenue, there's lots of tangible stuff that people in Muskegon and outside that are coming here to invest can look at and see what's going on. For sure. It's the biggest thing that people say. Um, Developers, um, just patrons of the Frolenthal is, wow, things look and feel a lot more advanced. Uh, One other thing I wanted to point out was just 
the retail that's been coming back. Uh, Hegg's, you mentioned, open, but also Jilly's Gallery, Sun, Wind, and Rain, The Cheese Lady, Clay Avenue Cellars have all opened in the last year or so. And that feel of retail is really coming back, and it's been really fun to work with the the folks that have come down first because they're really energetic and really positive about the future. And it's great when you're working downtown, too, to see those kind of places when you have a walkable downtown that's developing around us in some of the office buildings to walk over to the cheese lady or sun wind and rain and those type of places is really nice it sure is it's going to be a great place to work and you know hang out in the future now there are some interesting design considerations on the city center that i think a lot of people might not be aware of out there in the public what the plan is for the development in that most visual property right in the center of downtown what what types of buildings and developments are we going to see going up well the owners the downtown mosquito development corporation purchase a site with a vision in mind and they're pretty adamant about the vision and so everyone who proposes a project or wants to take on something has to you know pass muster with the board to explain what they're hoping to accomplish and they need to show, you know, what we can expect. And so it's been an interesting process. The vision really is to have a street wall along Western Avenue again. Buildings that are built right to the sidewalk, at least two stories tall, the length of Western Avenue. When people are walking through a downtown, they don't like interruptions or vacant spaces. They want to feel like they're part they're along a wall and there's always something just a few steps ahead that's going to, you know, catch their interest. And so that's been the primary consideration for the DMDC when considering designs and plans. What types of businesses is Muskegon Main Street and the DMDC targeting for downtown to go in those buildings? Well, it's really a mixed-use concept. So all the the legs of the stool are important. Um, residential is very important. Probably that's not going to be on the first floor, re- you know, the first floor commercial spaces. But above that or behind it on Clay Avenue or Morris would be great spots for residential development. Office could be second floor. Um, you know, right on Western Avenue, or like I said, in behind, really, we're targeting retail and stores that have high traffic counts, a lot of foot traffic for the first floor retail spaces. And we've been really pushing the developers on that and also working in the community to uh, make sure that people are aware of those opportunities that are coming there. Okay, I'll give you a chance to maybe pitch one of your one of your dream clients or someone that you could hopefully have come downtown and who would you want if you could have anyone in downtown muskegon uh who would you go after well just on the retail side um i think sports or sports equipment stores would be great a women's clothing store would be right up there coffee shop and some sort of um bar restaurant now on the dream side, the the out of the box for the region for would be just uh, a multi level kind of entertainment center nightclub, but it would have a lot of um, aspects that you would see in big cities like um, Lucky Strike, where bowling lanes or other uh, kind of uh, interactive games are part of part of the mix. Well, that's my that's that'd be the ultimate dream well that would be that would be phenomenal and it's something that the younger knowledge-based workers of today 
need. Those are the types of things that we want in downtown areas to go hang out in to go attract workers to the types of businesses Muskegon is hoping to have in the future. Yep, I think it would fit in really well. And it would fit in with the current kind of entertainment mix that downtown already has. What is the stance of Muskegon Main Street on the casinos? A lot in the in the news about three separate proposals going on right now for casinos in downtown Muskegon. Sure. Muskegon Main Street is, you know, traditional business district revitalization, and our main focus is Western Avenue as well as 3rd Street. And most of the casino proposals have been for just out of the district, so... Our board hasn't taken a formal stance at this point, but obviously uh, everyone's closely watching it because the impacts, if or if not a casino, are huge and people are on each side. I think some things to keep in mind are uh, close analysis of the impacts. And depending on the specific proposals that come up, there's been, you mentioned three proposals, and even within those, there's varying things that could or could not happen. So I think a really close analysis and kind of a study of the impacts is really necessary for the community to make a good decision about that issue. What is your favorite part of your job? Favorite part of the job is the ability to just be creative, to tie people together, to think of ideas that I think would uh, promote downtown or get people thinking positively about downtown. So those are some of the things that really, when you sit back, you really think, that's a lot of fun. I'm really glad that, you know, it it can be creative almost every day at work. And I have to take my hat off to you because you do a great job communicating that, and especially through emerging media, the things that I particularly am very interested in, your website, downtownmuskegon.org, and also the blog is very active, and there's always news and events on the calendar, so you always know what's happening downtown. We try to make sure that there's no excuse for people not to know. That's our our motto, is we want to make sure that everything's out there. One thing that's coming up along those lines that I just would like to mention for a second is we're going to run a contest in cooperation with the Muskegon Film Fest called the Downtown Clippies, and with their constituency and with ours, we're, we're encouraging people to create videos, short to medium-length videos, that would get submitted to us. And we're going to have a public vote about which is the best video that kind of tells the story of the new downtown Muskegon. So already on our website, there's a, a link to the downtown Clippies, and you can find out more about that. Oh, very cool. What advice would you have to people thinking about starting a business downtown? Definitely plan on a long time to figure out what's going to be best for you and uh, the feasibility of of your plan. Um, We don't encourage people just to shoot from the hip, you know, sign up, lease some space and not have much of a plan of what they're going to do or how they're going to accomplish their goals. We really encourage people to work with business planners Uh, Also, we encourage you to take enough time and think about what strategically is a good good location for you, as well as other factors that are going to impact the eventual success of your business. Who is the go-to guy or gal for downtown Muskegon? If someone wants to start a business, should they start with you, the DMDC? Who's the best person to go to? Well, there's always different issues there's when you're when you're starting a business you work on a lot of fronts you work on a, a business planning front a real estate front um kind of a governmental interface like in terms of any codes or uh 
that you're going to have to make sure you're complying with. So really you start with all of them and there's not, I'm, I'd say, well, we're the central place. Muskegon Main Street will help you connect with all of those, but you're, it's going to be a team effort and you're going to need to work with folks on, at all levels to, to get where you want to be, where you, where you see yourself. All right. Well, I'll give you a chance now to get, uh, make your pitch, your official pitch, your one minute pitch to get a business downtown. You have one minute alone with a business considering locating in downtown Muskegon. Make your pitch to get them here. Sure. Downtown's really changed a lot in the last two years, and there's a lot of change in store over the next few years. Uh, Businesses that are going to consider locating downtown will definitely get to be part of the kind of the trendsetters of the Muskegon area. And so if you're considering... Uh, locating your business anywhere in the Muskegon area, you should definitely think about what some of the uh, benefits of being downtown are going to be, the high visibility as well as kind of being at the center of the community. Also, just the uh, other projects that are online that are going to be surrounding you and drawing increasing number of people to the downtown area really are going to make it a a good, good location for you. Well, thank you very much, Dan. I really enjoyed it again, and it's nice to reconnect on the podcast even though we see each other around all the time we'll have to do it a little bit more frequently than every two years yeah that'd be great good to see you again jason all right talk to you later downtown muskegon is buzzing with activity plans are being made deals are being struck shovels are being turned and buildings are going up After years of hard work by the City of Muskegon, Downtown Development Corporation, Muskegon Main Street, and countless other community-minded individuals, the downtown streetscape along Western Avenue is alive with new development. Anchored by landmarks like the Fraunthal Theater, Muskegon Museum of Art, Muskegon County Museum, L.C. Walker Arena, and Hackley's many gifts to the community, Downtown Muskegon now features Hot Rod Harley-Davidson, unique shops like the Cheese Lady, Sun, Wind, and Rain, and Jilly's, and soon the Chambers Heinz Building, Sidoc Engineering Building, and Baker College's Culinary Arts Building, just to name a few of the city's recent developments. I would encourage you to take a drive downtown if you haven't been there in a while. I bet you'll be pleasantly surprised by what you see. And for more information on downtown Muskegon, visit downtownmuskegon.org. I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback, and for the latest feedback in Inside Muskegon, you can visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com, post your own comments to the site, view the comments of others, and even comment on their comments. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 109 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at Jason at InsideMuskegon.com. This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing jason at insidemuskegon.com.